Hi, everyone. We're back again this week with Rebecca Cohen and Ricky Almeida from West Sylvan Middle School in Portland, Oregon, as part of a continuing discussion with them here on the Encouraging Words for School Counselors podcast. I'm Matt Fleck with Inspire Success, the nonprofit serving our nation's youth by inspiring those who help students succeed. That would be you. So thanks for joining us. If you missed last week's podcast with Rebecca and Ricky, I highly encourage you to go back and take a listen because they provide their impressions of some awesome books and resources that would benefit any school counselor. Last week, Rebecca and Ricky talked about how they have been intentionally working with their school to explore anti-bias and anti-racism principles and how committed they are to this work. I would say if you're able to find a way to integrate anti-racist, anti-bias work into your school some way, um, I would jump on that opportunity if I were you. I, there's nothing more powerful than, than what we just did last the last couple of weeks and being in a room with students of color who felt comfortable in talking about their viewpoints and the way they see themselves in a school setting and the way they feel everyone else sees them. Um, and then to be able to take it from that group and put it out school-wide. Um, we all make these assumptions that our students, no matter their race, know exactly how the world is or that we should guide them in the direction that we see as appropriate and or by the dominant culture. And we are excluding a whole bunch of kids in that by just assuming that things are the way they should be makes it makes kids like me who are growing up uh, a kid who's Mexican and white, not knowing what it is uh, or how the world is even more confused. And and we have a whole bunch of kids who need to have their voices heard. And so if there's a way to integrate that type of work in your school, that it would be amazing. And there are lots of resources out there. This book is Anti-Racist by Tiffany Jewell, like Rebecca said, is incredible. And that's a really good start. And that's how we got started last year. Um, so that's the one piece I would say. I agree with everything that Ricky just said. And I would say that as a white woman, where that started for me, was probably the mindfulness journey, um, whether it was reading Dan Siegel's books or um, just doing workshops, getting in touch with like who I am as an educator and what is my why, which is, you know, that everyone feels safe and loved at school and that they then have like the freedom to learn. And I think that um, that came through my work on mindfulness with kids. So I think if, if it all funnels together, I really think doing a dive into both of those things is just the best. If you need a why for it, because I know a lot of times we, we need to teach to the why and then the how. If you want to give your staff a why, empower student voices and let them tell you why. Let them talk about their experiences. And they don't have to be front and center, but it can be quotes. And, uh, and I would say in any other situation, you can't empower your students. Put them front and center. Give them opportunities. Even those kids that you think are quote unquote fringe kids or ones you're not sure about, give them a chance to step up because you could essentially be that one person that gave them a shot. And sometimes that's what we need, you know. What's nice is that Ricky and Rebecca have been serving as professional school counselors long enough at their school that they get a chance to hear how former students still practice some of the lessons they taught them years before. I get emails frequently from parents 
about how it's impacted their children and, and what that relationship is like. And I have one student who I practice mindfulness with, you know, in the classroom setting, like I said, week after week after week. And I got an email a while later with a picture attached and the child and the parent had gone to the beach on his birthday. That's what he requested. And he was sitting out on the ground looking at the ocean and he said to his mom, I just want to take in this moment. This is just a really good moment. And like he was young, like seven. So I think like when you can teach someone that so young, it does have an impact on the rest of their lives. So, yeah. You won't be surprised to learn that Rebecca was a finalist for Oregon's School Counselor of the Year in 2021. And Ricky was honored with that distinction in 2019. You can see a picture of this dynamic duo and check out last week's list of books and resources that they highly recommend on our website at inspiresuccess.org slash podcast. Remember that you don't have to be a past, present, or future School Counselor of the Year to share a story or two with us about your school counseling experiences. In fact, we'd love to hear from you. Last week, we got to laughing about stories of students that all started with, you will never believe this, but... So if you have a story about a situation that completes that sentence, we'd love to hear it. You can record it on our online sound booth right there at inspiresuccess.org slash podcast, or just email me to set up a quick Zoom chat. We'll do that easily and quickly at matt at inspiresuccess.org. All right, that's enough for me. Have a great week, and please join us again next week.